Hello and welcome to Podcast First Player, episode number 118. I'm one of your hosts, Cal, and as always, I'm joined by a man who just fell out with a colleague because she said he plays video games too much. What a silly thing to fall out for. It's only bloody Dan. <laughs> Did you make that up? No. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that's the best one you've made, but... I was, I was running a bit late today, so... Oh, that's a really I, good well, one. Well, I am going to take credit for it because I have reworded most of that. <laughs> I don't know. But, but the punchline was punch still already there. Yeah, the punchline. <laughs> Did you like that? That was good. Well done. There you go. Um, how the devil are you? I'm not bad. You sound like you've got a bit of a cold. I do. I've got the old. Uh, I think I've got the Aussie flu. I don't Aussie in the flu. slightest. I think well, I've just got a cold. I don't know what Aussie flu have you, is. Have you not seen the Aussie flu on the news? I don't, I don't pay attention to the news. Oh, it's well, bloody doom and gloom. Fuck the news I had planned, right? There's a really bad flu virus going about. It is pretty bad. I know a few people have had it. And it's it's basically a type of influenza um, that I think, obviously from the name, it originated in Australia. But basically, it knocks your fucking tits off. <laughs> and not not literally, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I know people who have been literally off work and stuck in bed because they physically can't do anything. Christ. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I know two people. Who, you actually know the, t- the two people that have had it. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's not good. I haven't got that. I I've just got a cold. But I'm just gonna say I haven't get time off work. Yeah, and then record <laughs> anyway, it and put it on the internet for anyone to listen to. Exactly, yeah. So this will be <laughs> this will be deleted. Um, I have some actual news, Dan. Okay, go on. I have some big news. Mm. Funnily enough, uh, Rockstar Games has confirmed that Red Dead Redemption Two will launch on Xbox One, PlayStation Four on October twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. Yep. That's the day before my birthday. Ooh, how Happy good is that? You. Yeah. Uh, the announcement was made on the official Rockstar Games blog where the company apologised for a delay. The game was originally due out during spring 2018, following an earlier delay from fall 2017. According to Rockstar, this new delay affords the studio extra time to improve the game. Quote, we are excited to announce that Red Dead Redemption 2 will be released on tw- October 26, 2018. Uh, we apologise to everyone disappointed by this delay. While we had hoped to have the game out sooner, we require a little extra time for an extra polish. Extra I'm fine with that. always welcome. Yeah. Um, Rockstar haven't really let us down in the past with uh, with the last few games, at least, anyway. I actually can't think of a, of a Rockstar game I was pretty disappointed with. No, not one. I, actually, I can. The Warriors on PS2. Oh, that was on PSP as well, wasn't it? No, not The Warriors. That was that was pretty fucking good. Um, what was the one where you, you looted shops? Oh man, looted shops. That's yeah, like every yeah, GTA. No, no, like the basically the premise of the game was to just loot and steal shops. It was like a it was three D, but it was like a side scrolling type game. I want to say Streets of Chaos or something, Streets of Emergency or something like that. No idea. I don't know. I'll I'll literally edit it in a late later on, and it'll just go. 
state of emergency. It's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> really stupid. But yeah, that was, I was quite disappointed with that because that came out after GTA 3. Right. And obviously that was awesome. Anyway, so yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 has got a release date. That's good. It means nothing to me, though. Dan can't play it because it's nope. not on PC. <laughs> yeah. I assume you're going to buy it, though. As and when it finally comes out on PC, yeah, absolutely. No, 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 I meant for PS4. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe, maybe. It depends. If, Spider-Man's out this year as well, don't forget. It is. Uh, I, I've got a sneaky feeling that's going to be October time. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing. No, that's when this is out, so I hope it's not. <laughs> no, Nothing's going to stand up to this. I don't uh, know. Summer, they summer would be date? Good. I don't think they have. It's 2018. Yeah, yeah I don't remember either. I don't remember seeing one anyway. Um, it'll probably be. i tell you what. If Sony are smart, which... I'm guessing at some degree they are. Um, they might release it towards Christmas time when the uh, Into the Spider Verse Into the Spider Verse movie comes out. Yeah, that would tie in quite nicely. Yeah, plus Christmas as well. Yeah, but no, I can't get. Um, I, I don't know. I might just wait for it to come out on PC. What Red Dead? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Spider Man won't come out on PC. No, 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 that definitely <laughs> won't. That's the one thing we can definitely say. Definitely yeah. Won't. I. I they got on GTA Five reasonably quickly. I don't know, man. It was like two or three years. Hey, compared compared to the rest of the Rockstar library, yeah, I mean, you still you still haven't got Red Dead One, so <laughs> you might get that first. <laughs> um, is that on PC now? No. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, you, you Red Dead it. Revolver. You can play it on PC via um, PlayStation Now. Oh fuck yeah! I remember that. That was a big thing that we were trying to figure out if it was actually yeah. going to be worth it or not because then I can actually yeah I don't know I, I know that they will eventually um, yeah but maybe in the meantime to sort of mull people over who maybe want to wait for it on PC maybe they will say well we've remastered Red Dead 1 and you can have the collector's edition or whatever and it's on PC as well now I'd be happy with that I would I'll get both <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm happy either way mm. um, speaking of Games in development, Dan. A new Mario Kart game has been announced. Mario Kart Tour, as it's called, is now in development and will launch by the end of March 2019. Nintendo announced today. Um, this is not a Nintendo Switch game. This is a iPhone and Android game. Purely? Uh, yep. Um, quote, the checkered flag has been raised and the finish line is near, Nintendo wrote in a tweet. There are no other details available currently about Mario Kart Tour, but we will, of course, report back as soon as we know any more information. I think that would be quite a good touch. Hmm. Um, Mario, I don't know if you bothered with um, Super Mario Run, or whatever it was called. Nope. But I, I quite enjoyed it. It was alright. It was a good time filler. And yeah. also a good little game to hand your phone to your son when he's being a shit in Asda. <laughs> Rather than um, that in the back of your hand. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's alright. And uh, there is a, um, a Mario Kart-esque game called Beach Buggy Racers on Android at the moment. And that is genuinely a very good kart game. Hmm. Um, we've got it on the Shield. And uh, it's, quite, it is, it's a good laugh. So yeah. an actual Mario Kart would be brilliant. I could also just play Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch, but who's going to do that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, well, that's that's literally all the all the information I've got on that. Uh, I know you won't be too fussed, but I, as with uh, if if it was a new Smash Brothers that was exclusive to iOS and Android, sign me up. 
Mario Kart. I don't know. Smash Bros. with touch like, controls. If it's online, like if I could race you, I'd do that. I imagine it will be. Because remember when the the Pokemon Duel thing, like, because that was pretty mm. good that we could play each other with that. Yeah, that lasted a long time. Yep. I think we did it like four <laughs> times. <laughs> I don't After know, I, I, I bugged and bugged and bugged you to download it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did play it for a bit though. I really liked it. Yeah, it was quite good. I, I preferred it to Pokemon Go, to be honest. Well, there's not really a game element in that, is it? It's just a collecting top trumps kind of thing. I really wish Pokemon Go came out now. Not now, because it's fucking freezing, but, like, this year. Because Logan is, like, really into Pokemon at the minute. Yeah, but would you trust him with your phone, though? No, 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 but, I mean, like, when we're out walking the dogs and stuff, I'm not going to have to, like, just entice him to just just walk like a normal person <laughs> like like he'd actually be interested in going and I mean he likes going for walks and stuff but like I remember like me and you just like swinging around town in the car like there's a squirrel up there oh <laughs> yeah like, we had to tank up towards Halfords just to find a little squirrel <laughs> take, take the long words Harry <laughs> but no it was good and um, like I say when I'd go when I'd go and pick him up from nursery and stuff I'd like I'd, I'd get I'd go a bit earlier so I could have a slow walk and do Pokemon Go, and mm. it was cool, and uh, yeah. But obviously that died out, and then like now I, I've got no interest in it whatsoever. So I don't want to no. do it. I don't know. There's a few people that I work with that are still pretty into it. It's still going. I mean, it's they they've had a few big updates. I yeah, don't think it helped when they. Well, had it's that. it's because they're not actually changing the mechanics of it. They're just adding more to what's already there. It lost me. The minute I found out that gym battles would just swipe as fast as you can, well, it's just tap, 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 tap. Yeah, it's like there's no, there's no strategic element to it at all, and it, yeah. it doesn't matter. You like if if you were water Pokemon, you went against a fire Pokemon, that makes zero difference. No, I think um, I think there's still effects on it. Yeah, so but it's if, like not very effective, super effective. Yeah, it's it's not to the to the same. Impact as the the actual RPGs though. No, but it should have been. Yeah, it should have been. It should have been a proper game. Yeah. <laughs> um, we still got the Pokemon game heading to Switch at some point, whenever. Because I still have no information on that either. Well, but that's you're gonna just be... a font of all non knowledge. Well, if it was up to me, Dan, it'd already be fucking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so that's all good. However, Dan, I don't know if I told you, I downloaded a demo for Pocket Tournament on the Switch, and it's really fucking good. I, I remember you mentioning it. I don't remember yeah. you saying that you actually got it though. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I didn't expect it to be very good because it's literally a fighting game, but yep. it like the way it's set and stuff. It's like actual uh, like trainer battles, but obviously you control the Pokemon. And uh, it's really cool. It's like watching uh, an episode of of the show, but with 3D graphics, not cell shaded. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good. I might buy it. Might have to go buy it. Anyway, speaking of buying things, Dan, big news that we have uh, already discussed. Um, somebody has given the rumor mill an almighty kick up the arse, as it's been suggested that Microsoft is considering buying up game publishing behemoths, EA and Steam, along with. Um, whoever it is that makes player unknowns battlegrounds um, Polygon cites a reliable source close to Microsoft who has allegedly tipped it off about the Redmond's gaming ambitions 
Now then, Dan, initially, what are your thoughts if Microsoft was to purchase? We don't really care about player unknowns because it's another Minecraft. It's people who wanted it have already bought it. People who haven't bought it probably aren't going to buy it now. Hmm. That, that's my philosophy of it. Like People kicked off when Notch sold um, Minecraft, but he'd already made a fuck ton of money, and then he made billions more <laughs> when yeah. Microsoft bought it off him. And they bought. Personally, I think they brought it at the wrong time. They bought it too late. About five years, didn't they? Yeah. So, but obviously, he doesn't care. He's made his money. He's happy as a pig in mud. Yeah. Never has to work a day in his life again. No, never. Whereas, well, he bought, he outbid, I think it was, I can't remember if it was Jay-Z or Kanye West. Um, I think it was Jay-Z and Beyonce. They had put a bid in on a house and he outbid them and bought it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, burnt it down. It's like I don't even need yeah. it. <laughs> they knocked it down and built it all out of squares. <laughs> but that's when you know you're rich. Yeah. Um, so if they buy, is it Blue Point? Is it that make uh, player unknown? I, I really don't know, actually. Yeah. Whoever. It, unfortunately, it is. it's it's just something I'm not overly schooled or versed in. But like that, that's that's kind of a given, seeing as they they've already got the uh, the limited. The timed exclusivity for player unknowns. Um, yeah, clearly they've got the player base for it. People are milking. Yeah, so it's it's pretty likely they're going to buy that. EA though, Dan, that's quite a big game name. Yeah, but it's also not exactly a popular one either. No, but you think personally revenue. I mean, like EA shared their um, earnings report. Yes, I think it was today or yesterday. I can't remember. Um, and over the last few years, they've made. A massive amount of money. It's mainly through casual gamers, I imagine, and your, you, especially like your Fifas and your Maddens and your mm. NHLs, all those kind of things. Like they've just got a consistent fan base, which is brilliant. You know, those are the people. As long as you can keep pumping games out for them one a year, they're happy as Larry. Yeah. For people like me and you, though, where sports games mean absolutely nothing, with the exception of Rocket League, maybe if that classifies. Well, considering my favourite racing game is Mario Kart, and my favourite fighting game is Smash Bros, I don't think Rocket League classes as a <laughs> sports game. Uh, I oh, well, it's an eSport, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely a... I'll a, tell you what, if you can have an eSport sport about of it, some sort. it's a sport. So yeah, sure, we'll say it's a sports game. So well, that's, over, that's Overwatch sports is game classed as eSport, isn't it? Yeah, but... That's, <laughs> that's shooting people... <laughs> Well, that's what you do at the Olympics, isn't it? I've never watched it. I assumed it was just like, you know, well, assassination. You've got, you got, you got airsoft and paintball. <laughs> that's a sport, isn't it? It is. is. That a hobby? Well, no. It's not a sport because there's no compe well, there's competitive element. It's, but it's not as if it's teams. Is there like a, a, you know, the World Paintball Championships, maybe? I imagine there is. For like, for like teams and shit. Like, same like the World Cup. Like pub darts. Pub <laughs> Esport darts. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the Switch, people will play it. <laughs> Milking a cow, who sports? <laughs> um, but, yeah, what the fuck was it on about? Sports games, yeah. Um, but obviously, that's it's not just that, you've got the likes of Mass Effect and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, which, as long as, because what I don't want to do is I, <laughs> well, actually, maybe it would, it's serve EA right, you know, because they've, they've just been hoovering up companies and then disbanding them and destroying yeah. all the projects that they were working on. I kind of want Microsoft to buy them and just say, right, you're all fired. 
<laughs> we're going to keep the properties, we're going to keep the licenses, everyone else is fired. That's the how you bloody like it. But, saying this though, would they still get... How would this affect the Disney licensing for Star Wars? Well... Would they buy the they... rights to that as well? I assume so, because I mean, if it's the company that owns it, and then you buy the company, surely you own whatever the company owns, because it's now your company. Unless, unless there is something in the contract that says... Um, what only as as long as you don't get bought out? I don't know. That seems no, like no, a weird no. stipulation. Not 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 so much that, but um, basically there might be something in it where Disney can say at any point in time we can retract this license. Maybe, but why? Because they? I'm well. I'm guessing they've they've got some thingy on it because it was Disney that made them take out the the loot box thing in preparation for the Last Jedi being released because yeah. they didn't want the bad publicity. So if Disney can literally go take it out and they do it, they've got to have some hold over it. Because surely if they've already got the license, as long as they stick to particular like story and character traits, surely they, they should be able to do what they want. Maybe. But if, if it's if it's supposed to be like a canonical thing, then that would still have to go through whoever owns like the, the, the full license for all the property, which is Disney. Yeah, yeah. So, like, with Battlefront 2, obviously the campaign is canon. Yeah. So they couldn't just make that up and just go, yeah, that'll do. Like, they yeah, yeah that, that's what I mean, yeah. But that's, that's what I mean, like, they, as long as they follow the rules Disney have given them, everything else is, like, up for grabs. As, providing it doesn't impact the story and, hmm. and fuck up timelines and shit like that. But yeah. for Disney to step in and say... I imagine they'd probably get a final sign-off and things. Yeah. So they say, I, you make it however you want to make it. And then you show it what you did imagine the final product to be, yeah. and we'll sign off on that. Yeah, so obviously it's still their name that's out. really going to be, or their property that's going to be splashed yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Right, more interesting question then. Do you think if EA, if Microsoft buys EA, they will make any of the properties exclusive to uh, Xbox and PC? More than likely, yeah. Because so, it's in their best interest to do so. I mean, they, they're not exactly swimming in uh, original content, are they? Nope. They're, they're <laughs> just sort of like... They're, they're still using the properties that they've got that people like, and they're still milking those for all they can do. But there's also, by taking on a company like EA, you've taken on all the companies that EA have taken on and all their original properties. So basically, instead of saying, should we try and make some new games and come up with some new ideas, they just said, should we just buy the biggest company that's out there um, and all of the stuff that they've recently hoovered up, and we get it all in one big go. They're basically paid to win. They're doing their own loot box. It's business loot boxing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a gamble, but yeah, it's just like you can, I mean, you know, put forty hours in and create a new game, or pay five pounds and get your own. <laughs> get, just get it all sorted out for you. I I I I understand the principle of it, and especially to compared to Sony and Nintendo. Microsoft have fuck all exclusives. They yeah. they literally have nothing. Like obviously they've they've got Halo, they've got Gears, they've got Forza. Um, um, I don't know if you can count uh, Sea of Thieves as a franchise, seeing as it's a it's not out yet, and b we don't know how many there will be, but we'll include it because that yeah. makes four. <laughs> Whereas like last year, Sony put out more exclusives than that and that was just last year the Switch came out last year and it's already got more exclusives they must have more than that 
No, franchises, I mean. Oh, right, okay. Not games. <laughs> there's, there's plenty of games, there's just franchises. But, obviously, they fucked Fable off. That's coming back, though. So, well, rumoured to be coming back. But then, Energy. it's a lot of people have compared it to Rare, where Microsoft bought Rare, and then basically just lured Banjo and everyone down into a, a cellar. It's like, yeah, the party's down here, guys. And then they just <laughs> locked them away. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's ever been done except nuts and bolts, which is fucking awful. And but, rare replay. Rare replay was all right, but, but it's just it's it's still games that are twenty years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah, they haven't reinvented anything. They've just gone. Yeah. You know all the games you've you've already played. Here they, they are. are again. But this Forty time, five yeah, <laughs> we're going to charge you money for them, and uh, it's 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 not going to be any different than when you played it many years ago. <laughs> Yeah, you know those all those games that basically pretty much anyone's smartphone can run these days. You'll be able to get on your big TV. <laughs> uh, well, it was only twenty five quid, but oh, that's not too bad actually. It, well, it I still is. So that's I think that's a fair price for nostalgia. But it wasn't it? Was it because the games on there? I mean, like the the Conquer um, was the N sixty four version, not yeah. the Live and Reloaded Xbox version, <laughs> the one I fucking wanted. Yeah. It's the same game, it's just better but and more playable. Um, mm-hmm. But the fact that it was an Xbox exclusive, why the fuck didn't they use the Xbox version? I, I Again, really, it, I it must be understand. one of these things that's just tied up in a million different lawsuits and red tapes and things. Yeah, it's an Xbox, it was an Xbox exclusive. But though. we don't know, we don't know though. But we do. No, we don't, we're just making an assumption. Well, no, because it's available on the backwards compatibility list. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they own absolutely everything about it. Surely they do if if they if they're allowed to. I don't know. That That's one. what I mean. That's an assumption. Yeah, I suppose. Anyway, um, I think it would be very poor for them to make anything, um, especially big things, at least um, any of these franchises exclusive to the Xbox and PC platforms. Yeah, because they're, they're so well known for their good ideas, aren't they? Well, yeah, that, that aside. But let's let's recall back to Rise of the Tomb Raider. It, <laughs> so, it sold most copies on PlayStation. Uh, the original Tomb Raider reboot sold the most on PS3. And it's then, Tomb Raider, PlayStation. They kind of, yeah, it's got... It's GTA or yeah, Metal, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Yeah, exactly. They kind of just go together. Um, and because of that, obviously the smart thing to do then was for Square Enix to go, yeah, let's make it timed exclusive on uh, Xbox One. <laughs> and it didn't sell as well as the first one did. And obviously a lot of people couldn't play it because they had PlayStation 4s and had to wait. And that was bad. That, that was bad. But at least it did, it did eventually come to PlayStation 4. Um, whereas if the next Mass Effect is PC, Xbox only, people are going to have to buy an Xbox or a PC to buy it when they've managed to play all well from two upwards on PS3 and PS4. Yeah. And I don't think that's that's very smart. If it's a new game, fair enough. If it's a game that's in development and it hasn't come out yet, and it's uh, Rise of the Bloody Sports Madden, and it's like a convergence <laughs> of two different games, that's fine. <laughs> But if it's a part of a series, I, I really think that's a bad move. 
I don't know. I just think that purchasing them is like that. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of popular games that they make, but they're not. They're really from a publicity standpoint, they can't be in good grounds at the moment. I don't like, know. Trying to buy Rockstar, I get that. Then I'd be like, well, that makes total sense. They're a money making machine. Why would you not want to buy them? But why would they want to sell? Well, why would EA want to sell? They make enough goddamn money on their own. Well, the the thing is, the difference is because obviously we'll, we'll move on to to Steam in a minute. But EA is um, it's made up of shareholders rather than it's like not what, like it's not a person owns EA. So yeah, if the majority, yeah. yeah, if the majority of the investors and shareholders go sell it to Microsoft, it'll be a hostile takeover and. Microsoft will be able to buy EA, so there's a very high possibility that it could happen. Um, or Honestly, the- I don't really think it will make that much of a difference. It's- I think that whatever games that EA pump out, they will still continue to pump out. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just it- that it will be Microsoft who gets the most sort of taste of the quiche at the end. But that—that's where keeping everything, everything that is multi-platform, if they keep it that way, that means every. PlayStation copy of the next Mass Effect game, Microsoft are going to make money off it. So yeah, exactly, there, there are more PlayStation Fours around the world in people's houses than there are Xbox Ones, and they're not going to be able to bridge that gap at all. Well, then maybe that is the best move that they could do. If they That's say, what well, I mean. We, yeah, we take on a big third party, and then we, even if our competitors buy it, we still get something out of it. Yeah, we're going to make money off all the PlayStation Fours that are in people's homes. Yeah, yeah, and that's genius. <laughs> to be totally honest, yeah, but but I, it's it's a case of I don't know. <laughs> it's it's just such a bizarre move. But I, I mean, is any I mean, these are rumors? You know, these like a company like EA or Ubisoft or whatever. Yeah, they they sort of buy up smaller companies or companies that are popular at the moment, and so they buy and then you know try and rinse them. Yeah, yeah. But someone buying that kind of a company. Don't know if I've heard of that before. Um, to this level, I mean, it must be billions that they'd have to pay in well, order to get them. Ubisoft nearly got um, bought out in a hostile takeover by like Vivendi or someone like that uh, last maybe. year. Um, I don't think it actually happened, but it was very, 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 very close. But again, that was down to shareholders, right? So. I mean, like, there's a very high chance this this could happen with the EA at least. Steam and Valve is a very different story. And unless Mr. Neil has literally gone, ah, fuck it, I've I've made a I've made a lot of money. It's time to retire. Let's make more money, <laughs> and he gets billions off Microsoft. Because let's be let's be honest, Microsoft have got the money, yeah, to to chuck away. Um. That would be massively beneficial for Microsoft if they if they got Steam. Well, just think of it like most people's PCs. Yeah. What ninety five percent? They're all using Windows. Yeah. You have that partnered up, so it's part of your OS to have Steam. I I genuinely yeah. think if if you're where you're going, I agree. <laughs> it would just make it everything more streamlined. Yeah, exactly. Everything will be available. But then the critical issue is the reason people use Steam is the deals that they get. Yeah, would that continue? Would that stay the same? Or would it just be a case of 
will take on the library and all the hassle of trying to maintain it and update it and keep the community going and blah 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 but your you know the, the deals that they were giving away we're not prepared to do that I like to think in this ideal world where everything's brilliant this none of this is happening but <laughs> um, Microsoft will buy Steam they'll buy EA they'll burn player unknowns <laughs> Um, but they will re-release an Xbox One X that has Steam built into it. Um, no, I know. I know what will happen is that you know they they buy Steam, they buy EA, they buy Ubisoft, they just consolidate everything, and then Sony buys Microsoft, <laughs> and it's just like right, no more Xboxes for anybody. It's only PlayStation then, now. Then Nintendo buys Sony. Yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, and then yeah. Sega comes. <laughs> Sega comes out of the ballpark and is like, well, bad bitches, we've bought Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah, as if Sega would be able to afford that. It'd be crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Sonic sold a lot last year. <laughs> no, I don't, See, I don't think they sold that much. Season one of Sonic Boom is doing very well. I'll have you know. <laughs> oh really? All the advertising that they make. No, it's what, not. Four hundred and fifty quid, maybe. <laughs> if that. <laughs> um, but I think if if they was to purchase Steam, I don't think it's going to happen. If I'm honest, that that I think that's a massive long shot. But. I like to think that basically we wouldn't notice any difference. They'd keep they'd keep the same people on. It'd continue to operate. It's just going to operate under Microsoft's. Thought, yeah, basically. but I mean that that's that's going to be from our perspective as people who buy the games. Yeah, obviously for the people in the businesses, it's clearly an incredibly worrying time. Oh yeah, because it's like it's like well, what if they say that we don't need half the amount of people in this studio anymore or they've got too many designers or this person you know we, we can get someone in half the price you know what about our offices are we gonna to have to move well, you know th- there's a million billion questions that be flying around people's heads but for the end product for the consumer we'll just be like well as long as you carry on making fifa we don't really care my my biggest concern dan is they buy ea and they buy steam and then they make half-life 3 but they give it to they don't get Valve to make it. <laughs> they give it to somebody else. Activision. And we get Half-Life 3 Advanced Warfare. Or something. <laughs> I don't want that done. No. See, I, I was talking about this today. And uh, someone was saying like, I I hope they buy it because then Half-Life 3 will finally get made. I was like, yeah, but if you like... I, I genuinely love Half-Life 1 and 2. And, and uh, the episodes as well. But... I have a lot of nostalgia feeling for them. I went back and played Half-Life 1 a couple of years ago, and it hasn't held up amazingly well. Still, It's still fine, but it's not obviously as groundbreaking as it was when it came out. It's been that big of a time now that if Half-Life 3 comes out, no matter who makes it, whether it's Valve, whether it's EA, whoever it is, if that doesn't live up to the expectations, that's it. It's tarnished forever then. Yeah. And I don't want that because I've got a lot of good memories with Half Life. So I don't want. I, I at least don't want them to buy EA and Valve because I know if they don't keep the people on at Valve and they just merge EA and whatnot, they, they ain't going to be the same games. Well, if they take Valve, I mean, they, they save on the overheads of actual distribution. Yeah. Because it's just all digital content, isn't it? Well, it's heading down the road that the Xbox One was originally pushing, DRM games and 
Yeah, and I, 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 I don't know, I just feel that, that Valve would have the ability to just go, no, fuck off. Well, it, realistically, how much... I mean, there's going to have to be a lot of tinkering about, because obviously, games come out on Steam, if your game can't run it, you upgrade your PC. If your PC can't run it. Yeah, if your PC can't run it, sorry. Um, if they've got Steam on the Xbox, are you going to have to get the new Xbox in order to play the game via Steam? Or are you, are you going to then go, well, I'm going to have to buy the disc version? Well, no, they just... No, no, because it still a, wouldn't work, would it? <laughs> Even a watered-down version of it. But that's 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 the point exactly. You're not but it's, getting the you same know it's, it's the things like you know it's the green light. I mean, it would be good because I mean you know Xbox obviously had a pretty decent thing with indie developers doing um, Xbox Live Arcade and stuff. Yeah. So you could still have people making Steam. Uh, What's it? Green light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, you know those green kind light of things. So, oh yeah, of course. Um, so you could still have people, or, you know, they can still say, you know, well, we still care about people making games or, you know, trying to build up their portfolio and, you know, releasing them on a platform. Um, but now we want that platform to extend to our console. Hmm. So, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of potential in it as well, but I can't help but feel that, firstly, Valve will just say, not a chance in hell. I don't, I don't think they'll sell. I don't think but they'll sell. But then there's also the, the sort of the logistics of, I think you know because if they just say, "Well, we just want to keep it as it is. We just want to own it," then fill your boots by whoever the fuck you want to, as long as you don't change something that works. It's when you get involved and then think you're doing the right thing by changing matters up, and then you ruin everything for everyone. Xbox One. Well, think how many people <laughs> at, like own and use Steam. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. Millions and millions, tens of millions. I know people that use like they haven't even got particularly good PCs. They can't play. Like The Witcher and GTA Five and stuff like that, but they can play Civilization and stuff like that. Yeah, and they literally buy like really old games because they're like twelve p and shit like. That. Yeah. I mean, oh, we did a video the other day. It hasn't gone up yet, um, but it'll probably be up by the time this podcast is going to be finished. <laughs> but um, we was talking about Syndicate Wars, which is a really old PC game by Bullfrog. And ah, beautiful Bullfrog. Yeah. Microsoft sorry, just to (laughs) interrupt you, um, I someone I work with has actually met Peter Molyneux. There you go. There you go. How cool's that? How's he doing? Was this? This is this is years ago. (laughs) Is is this post Bullfrog or? Oh, I imagine so. Yeah. Ah, Yeah. All right. Anyway, we were talking about that, so we decided just to Google it to see how well it had aged. It hasn't aged particularly great. However, there is a the one of the lead developers from. who made Syndicate Wars, uh, made like a spiritual successor called Satellite Rain, and uh, it's £23 on Steam, mm-hmm. which we thought was a bit steep for just nostalgic thrills. <laughs> However, it cool. No, it looks, it it looks like fine, it looks great. 23 quid's a lot to drop on something that we're not too sure. Bear in mind, neither of us had heard of this. Until yeah, this is brand new. <laughs> um, and... Uh, just happened to have a look on G2A and it was 67 pence. Mm. <laughs> so we we certainly purchased it. Um, if we can do that, continue to do stuff like that, I'm kind of fine with it. Yeah. It, how, it's just a case of, look, you can own the pie, but how many figures are you going to start putting in it? Yeah. If it's the same pie that everyone is used to and everyone likes, that's fine. You can buy as many as you want. 
but you start putting your fingers in there or adding your own things into it to try and make it better, people might just go, fuck Steam. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, you just win, you don't like it. You don't want change. Right, right, right. It's not that. It's the case of Steam is the best like video game digital distributor. There's no there's no two ways about it. Uplay is shit. Origin is shit. <laughs> and I mean, we don't even get started on PSN and fucking Xbox like uh, Xbox Store. I ain't paying fucking sixty quid for a digital game. Fuck right up. Yeah, exactly. They go, oh, seventy percent off. You go, oh, seventy percent off, sixty quid. <laughs> that means it's as much as it would normally be on Steam. Exactly. And I mean, there's many a times where um, AAA like new releases are. Even if it's just for a day, considerably cheaper than every other digital distributor. Yeah, sometimes, got, sometimes stores. Uh, most in most instances, I think when I got Metal Gear because I pre I pre bought Metal Gear. Mm. Um, oh no, I think I got that through. I think I might have got that off G two A. Because like I think it was like I think it was like forty four on Steam, which again compared to if you buy a digital version, that's still fifteen quid cheaper. At, yeah. Uh, the, physical version so it's still 15 quid cheaper but I think I got I think I got it off some sort of website key website for 38 I think yeah and that's that's the thing it's just a few quid can really turn the tides in your favour oh yeah absolutely if, if I can if I can buy something off Steam for 40 pounds 40. 99 and then I go on G2A or CD Keys or you know 365 Gaming or GameSeek yeah. Europe's number one Europe, UK, Europe's number one online <laughs> video game retailer yeah exactly even Zavi.co.uk yeah and it's and it's 39.99 on there I'll be like well I'm buying it from you because it is cheaper yeah and that's well, just you know capitalism <laughs> a perfect example of that is um, Deus Ex Mankind Divided was 59.99 on the Playstation Store I'm not sure how much it was on the Xbox um, I went to Sainsbury's Got it for forty one ninety nine, and I got an Adam Jensen figurine with it. Oh yeah, you little yeah. bobblehead fella. Yeah. yeah, but that is a physical game. I I can hold in my hand, whereas I've got to pay like twenty quid more for a game that at any point in time, for reasons unknown, they can pull from the service. Because mm. that that's actually the fine print. Um, fine print in. Um, I think it's Apple. Um, for iTunes, like you bought, you buy music. You spent the last ten years buying uh, like singles and albums on iTunes. At any point, they can delete your entire library. <laughs> really? Yeah, because you 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 don't own it. Even though you've bought the album, you don't own it. You're renting it. That's bullshit. Yeah. And don't so, charge me as much as it would cost me in the shop then. Yeah, just let me rent it. Yeah. <laughs> let me rent or it for like two Spotify. quid. Or Spotify. Yeah. Because I imagine it's the same principle. Because if, um, like Taylor Swift had all her albums removed from Spotify for some reason, they're back on now. But literally, if you had them saved to your playlist, they just disappeared. They yeah. went. Obviously, you didn't pay for it because it's a subscription service. Yeah, you pay for the service, yeah. not for the content. Yeah. Um, but I imagine the same principle would be there for gaming. Mm. Then again, that should be. If we start pitching PvP to investors, maybe that's the mantra that we should have. You pay for the service, not for the content. <laughs> yeah. If you pay for content, fuck off to Rooster Teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
You, you might be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, you probably are already. <laughs> <laughs> um, what the, what was we even talking about? Digital games. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Microsoft may buy um, Player Unknown Battleground um, corporations. Um, they might buy Steam and they might buy EA, but they'll never buy PvP. Nor would they want. To. <laughs> they would. To be fair, for a hot sausage roll, I'd sell PvP. <laughs> Just so happens, Dan. <laughs> Are you I, buying me out? I'm oh, buying no. you out, Dan. <laughs> hey, I saw yesterday. Um, you can book a. Yeah, you can Valentine's book a Valentine's Day, Day at Greg's. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got a friend um, who I play D and D with, and she and a boyfriend. I think she was talking about. It. I can't remember. If she said that she's done it, but she said that she wanted to. <laughs> so I was just like, man alive. To no, be fair, though, for what you get, it's actually not that bad of a deal. Hey, I, I looked at it and I genuinely thought, man, that's not that's not bad. I'll be yeah. at work, so it makes no difference to me. And uh, well, Zoe's not a massive fan of Greg's. Well, it's all meat, basically, isn't it? Yeah. So <laughs> Logan likes the um, spiky Mikey cookies, though. <laughs> I don't know sausage rolls, steak bakes. It's pretty much all I get from there. Or the the what they yum yums? No, it's, it's literally just pastry and sugar. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. No, it's like a I'll, twisty donut. I like the uh, I like I like me like the steak bakes now, but I like the uh, cheese and onion pasties. Oh no! Yeah, really. Apparently, nice you get like a, you get like a um, like the main course is like a, a choice of your like your pasty of your choice with like roast potatoes and stuff like that. <laughs> It sounds amazing, honestly. It, it kind of does. I, I just I couldn't help but feel like when someone told me about this, I was just like, "What?" Um, that it was just going to be sort of like you know, it would be like a big fancy, nice open space, and then like fancy looking waiters with little bow ties and stuff would come walking round, and yeah. they just have big silver platters with just like tiny sausage rolls on them, <laughs> tiny steak bakes, like everything sort of finger food sized, and everyone oh, just be, be like, cool. mm, "What mm. delicious!" What 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 do you call these hors d'oeuvres? Uh, this is the uh, steak deck. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking brilliant. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely go there. Um, I think we should go. I think me and you should go for a Valentine's Day meal. Yeah, that'd be pretty good, actually. Get a bottle of Prosecco. It's all for like 15 quid as well. I mean... Like, value, I value for money, it looks pretty fucking cool. I mean... If anything, it's it's like a gimmick of a Valentine's Day. It's, you know, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're not really into Valentine's Day or you're doing it ironically or something... That's kind of where you do it, I suppose. Um, me and Zoe are never, have never been very big Valentine's uh, people. And, uh, well, one year, uh, Zoe bought me <laughs> my, my, my Fender acoustic guitar one Valentine's. Jesus. And I, I bought her a case for an e-reader. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know what she'd got. Um, and uh, ages ago... She'd said like she goes, you never get me flowers. It's like she don't like flat. Why would I buy you flowers? You don't like them. She goes, yeah, but it's the thought and the sentiment. So she came home one day, and I'd I'd, I'd sprinkled roses on the bed. Not for the flowers. The you are cho- romantic. No, the chocolates. <laughs> I got a tin of roses, and I just threw them on the bed. I'm like, That'll there do. you go. There's romance. Took it. Yeah. <laughs> get your pants off. <laughs> And that's how Logan was conceived. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not a big Valentine's person, but I do enjoy Greg's. So it, I think it's a novelty thing, isn't it? I think a lot of it is a bit of a 
of rubbing. So you go to certain restaurants that are usually pretty alright for prices, but then Valentine's Day they, they notch it up and you're paying stupid money to get yeah. a last minute seat. Or you could have near, near enough the same experience at Greg's for 15 quid. <laughs> well, the whole point of Greg's is it's supposed to be sort it's of like reasonable, isn't it? Well, I, I remember people losing the fucking shits when uh, when they opened the Greg's drive through. There's a drive through? Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. If get, I could yeah. get Greg's on Deliveroo, holy Christ. I, I can't imagine it'll be too long. <laughs> I'll have 18 sausage rolls, please. <laughs> That should be enough to keep me going for a little bit. Well, you've got to you've got to meet like a minimum thing, haven't you? Well, saying that though, that you probably wouldn't know because you can buy the packets of like five for like one fifty, or you can actually I think it was Iceland. I think you could like they had frozen ones, like like the uncooked ones. What Greg's? Yeah, yeah. Oh fucking hell! And then you could put them in the oven and cook them. I tell you what, um, no, it's not Iceland. Was it Iceland? Farm foods, it might have been. Might have been farm foods. I um, when I was younger, you might remember them. There were some crisps called quarterbacks, and they were cheeseburger flavor. And Ooh, uh, you um, know, do you remember the um, transformers? With the little crisps? men. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a silver yeah. packet. It can't, that yeah, that does sound familiar. They were like absolutely the best crisps. They were so nice. Anyway, that was fucking like I would have been about six, so that was like. 20 years ago. Um, You're not 26. <laughs> <fucking liar. laughs> no, I'd have been about 10 or something like that, so it was, it was yeah. about like 21 years ago. God damn it. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, I haven't seen them for many, 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 many years. And then Zoe came home the other week and she's with a big fucking morty bag. She goes, Are these the ones you always go on about? I was like, Fucking yes! <laughs> Where are so they? You from? want to talk about thought and sentiment and romance? That sort of shit. That's yeah. where it's at. It's like, remember them crisps you always complain that you can't buy anymore? For the last <laughs> ten years. <laughs> she found me roisters as well. Sound <laughs> <laughs> laser shit like that. But um, they're not as nice as they used to be. <laughs> it's got to be said. I bet they but aren't. They're still alright. They've been on the shelf for 21 years. <laughs> yeah, it's the last pack in the world. <laughs> no, they're still, they're still nice, but they're not anywhere near as nice as they used to be. Um... But yeah, so that that I think that's romantic, that kind of stuff. Hmm. So that that's nice. It's nice. <laughs> How did we get here? What? Microsoft are buying Val. <laughs> this just in during the, the course of this podcast, <laughs> Microsoft have purchased the EA, Ubisoft, Val. All of them. Wow. Man, that'd be awful. Imagine that if they... there was just one. What's one game? Yeah, just the video game company. Yeah. This is something I thought about fairly often. Like, what if something gets to a point, like, where it can't possibly be improved on anymore? Well, it's like. like, Go, no, go. No, you know, like, like IKEA say. So, say, like, IKEA, they say, well, you know, we we make all flat pack furniture and, you know, your tables and your wardrobes and stuff. What about if they became like if they just got it down to such a fine art that no one could possibly compete, and then they bought up all the competition, and then they were literally the only ones that did it? But then, like table design and ergonomics and things got to such a point where it can't possibly be improved on, so that all tables are identical, but they're all perfect tables every time, and like every chair is the most comfortable chair, and it would just because then you wouldn't have like oh you know the the Schnurgenford, it would just be <laughs> chair. 
chair. And you know that you buy a chair, and it would be the best possible chair. Like, it, or you know, if it was a car manager, they just said you buy a car and you just get car, and that car is amazing. It runs on air. You know, it can go at a thousand miles an hour if it needs to. It can break on an instant. No one ever has an accident in one. They're absolutely perfect. No one could possibly make them any better. So they're just called car. Never happen. I think it will. There'll be something. No. There'll be something that gets to oh. such a point where it can't possibly be better. Let, let's look at it realistically. Like, the way the world works is via money. Governments and the like. So, smoking's bad. Smoking's always been bad. It causes cancer, causes lung damage, it's unhealthy, it's bad. They don't make it illegal, though, because they make a shit ton of money from tobacco. Right? So, insurance and road tax and all that shit, if, if, if these cars never had accidents, you wouldn't need to pay, um, you wouldn't need to pay insurance because you wouldn't need it. Because there's no accidents, so they'd, they'd be losing. The government would be losing money through that, and then road tax. If we've got to a point where we can drive cars without having any crashes and never, there's never accidents and stuff, and we've managed perf- to perfect this amazing, perfect car, by logic, we've already we've also created tarmac and the like that won't be damaged, so we won't have to pay road tax in order to maintain the roads. In order, mm-hmm. which means they will lose money even more. So the government alone is not going to allow that car to ever exist. <laughs> but then, what if there was just one unified government? What if Microsoft bought the government? <laughs> Maybe that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to get to the point where they can literally, was like, right, there's nothing left that we can own. So, so everything is just. There's, there's no branding. There's no nothing. There's no difference. Everything's just right. So they have the government, and that government is everybody's government. And then you have a bus, and every bus is exactly that bus. It'd be total uniformity. God, you know, you know that what that means. Me you know what that means. With a Borg. Well, no, yeah, but it means that at some point, that means Microsoft would own the rights to Goldeneye, <laughs> and Rare could finally make. <laughs> the golden it's all leading up to that. <laughs> the world's in chaos, millions dead. <laughs> but we <laughs> riots and whatever. But, but we have finally. a next generation golden single yeah. player campaign. <laughs> and no one could complain otherwise the I'll be I'll be totally the honest. The government would come and get you. I really hope uh, the Golden Eye Source team just get the rights to to just make the single player campaign. That'd be perfect. That's what I want. Yeah. Maybe Never they just see if they could win it in like a charity auction or something. Well, like it's it's all over the place, isn't it? It's like the the film studio owned some of it still. Nintendo owned some of it still. Rare owned yeah, some. Yeah, see, well, this Microsoft is why, like I said, it's still. it's complicated. It's complicated for like fucking uh, Microsoft to own EA and Star Wars and all that sort of stuff. It's complicated. There's like a billion things that could go wrong and stipulations and all underwriting and bits of bloody text that people can't read or forgotten loopholes and stuff yeah it's a nightmare that's 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 the way it works though this is why you have yeah, that's you... why you you're being naive me yeah you personally why, why me why? yeah yeah you're just saying oh if they get uh if uh if microsoft buy ea and then they get mass effect um and they get star wars they, they basically say right okay well now Darth Vader has been a woman the whole time. 
I never said that in the slightest. That's basically what you're implying. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> it's like they I, can't just make arbitrary changes. I didn't say they could. I it said, is. no, I didn't. I said, if they bought EA, would they still get the license for Star Wars? Or could Disney, at any point, pull out if they didn't want it to be solely a Microsoft thing? Yeah, that's exactly it. No, it's not. <laughs> So like, it's just been like, what's that I got to do with making well, Darth Vader a girl? Well, because if that's what Microsoft said, Disney can still say no, you can't do that because yeah, we still own whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying what I mean is, I wonder. What I actually originally said was, I wonder if there's anything in the contract with EA having exclu- exclusivity to the Star Wars games. Um, if there was anything in the contract that said at any point, if they didn't follow the rules. Disney could just go, nah, taking it off you. Maybe, maybe that was the thing. They're just like, if we could get our, our hands, our sticky fingers on some of that Star Wars money, like that's not going anywhere. People are always going to want to buy Star Wars things. Yeah, can't have the merchandise in, can't have the films, can't have a TV show, but god damn it, we can have the games. <laughs> and then, then they buy it and they go right. We just spent like eighteen billion. We bought EA. We got them all. And then Disney like. Yeah, we're going to make our own games again. Yeah, <laughs> we're starting back up LucasArts. We're, we're going to put LucasArts back together. Yeah, we've, and we've bought, only we've bought, Sony can. <laughs> we bought Peter Molyneux on board and Lionhead Studios. Yeah, that's who I want in charge of the next Star Wars game. Peter Molyneux. <laughs> Imagine a game. You you plant a seed inside an Ewok, and then oh, you come yeah. back. Ewok shavers. <laughs> it's just going to end up like. A game version of the, the Star Wars holiday special. Oh god, that's, have you actually seen that? Yeah, it's fucking dog awful. <laughs> I, I watched uh, Mr. Undy Movies video on it, and I was like pretty intrigued, so I uh, I sourced it and uh, and watched it. And as <laughs> honest to god, I, I was actually talking about this with somebody. Um, when did I watch this? It's about two weeks ago, maybe longer. And uh, I say like. It's it's awkward to watch, but like Harrison Ford is like pretty all right. He's he's getting paid. He's fine. He's going along with it. And then the last bit, like Carrie Fisher's singing, uh, like a Christmas song, but they've replaced words and made it Star Warsy. And then the camera's just zooming in on the ca- on the cast behind, and they're all singing along. And Harrison Ford's literally just staring at the floor, <laughs> 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 like he's just realised they're gone. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, well, there's like a scene with Chewie and uh, like, do, do you know the story? Like, what the, the general synopsis is? Uh, yes, because yeah. I, I think I also watched the same Sunday movie, Mister Sunday movie. Ah, video. Yeah. So it's basically like Han has to get Chewie back to Kashyyyk for like his family. <laughs> it's like a celebrate, like a, a life celebration or something. Yeah, life day. <laughs> yeah, life day. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> what a ridiculous who, who came up with that as an idea like, oh, I mean, do you know what the thing that absolutely blows my mind about this because I always thought that the, 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 the Star Wars Christmas special it was like you know it was Ewoks and whatever um, I didn't know that like Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford were in it as well yeah yeah like when I saw that I was just like sorry they actually got them in for this <laughs> what the fuck but I just thought it was just like, you know, basically anyone that could just be in a costume and we'll have them playing with yeah. kids and stuff and then, you know, we'll just pretend it's all part of Star Wars. So bad. Oh, that's what I want to see J.J. Abrams do. Life day. We make the, uh, the Christmas special. 
<laughs> That'd be ace. Yeah. <laughs> life day's a thing, though. That's actually canon, life days. Uh, yeah, well, his, his dad's name's like Atitachuk or something. Hmm. Um, and then when I started playing, oh, was it uh, Star Wars oh, Galactic Rebels or something like that? It's the it's basically it's the Age of Empires knockoff. Yeah, yeah. For Star Wars, like in one of the first sort of levels when you're on Kashyyyk, um, you're like doing, yeah, uh, it's like defending against the droids or something. I can't remember. But either way, he's like one of the main characters in it. Oh God! So you could actually have him and play as him. Now that means that they purposely said, "Shit, well we know who his dad is. It's that fucking idiot from that." <laughs> Christmas special. God, he's got to have to be a playable character. What the fuck? Hopefully nobody's watched it. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe no one's watched it. Anyone who's going to be buying this is too young. They never would have seen it. It's only on VHS. No one's got one of them anymore. Luckily, thanks to the internet, <laughs> everything ah. is freely available. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Anyway, uh, I think we should leave it there. It's been an hour. Ant-Man of the Wasp. Yeah, absolutely. yeah we were going to talk about that. I guess we will. Well, briefly, bullet yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. We'll, a couple we'll, of other we'll things. go into it better afterwards. Um, you've literally just watched it, so I'll yeah, let you I go, watched I'll it let before you go we first. started this. It looks great. I really like the first time, and I know that a lot of people think that it's a sort of a hit and miss film. Like some people just sort of like, man, it's like one of the weaker ones of of the MCU. It's better than Thor. It is better than Thor and the um, Dark World. It's also better than Captain America. It's you know uh, the first one. Yeah, it's not as good as Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Nowhere um, near. Oh god, no! That's still one of the best, if not the best. It's still my favorite. Um, but it, it's—I don't know. It, personally, it just—it worked for me. I, I think really it's just, enjoyed it's, it. It's kind of just totally set aside from the main sort of MCU story, even though like you know Falcons in it and stuff. Mm. Um, it, it still's got nothing to do, and his heist kind of thing imp- has got no impact on any of that. It's just like it's a sort of standalone little separate thing, and I kind of like that. Um, and I think Paul Rudd's great. Yeah. Um, and um, oh shit what's her name he plays Hope um, uh, fuck she was wasn't she in Lost oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you never watched fuck, I can't remember the woman who plays Wasp anyway yeah yeah <laughs> like she was great in it as well and actually his daughter um, like you know the, the little kids like one thing that always yeah. I always try and uh, sort of keep an eye on when there's a big film coming out or whatever is the child actors what? and if they ruin things all right, Kevin Spacey. Like, oh no, no! It's like because usually they're they're acting so atrocious. Yeah. Um, but then you like, you know every now and then you get a Stranger Things or an It, you mm. know, and all of a sudden you're just like, yeah, kids can actually act, can't they? Yeah. Like some of them really, really can. And then, um, but yeah, like even that. So like that was potentially for me that was the one thing that was going to ruin it is when you've got a, a main focus or a main drive for the for someone is it is it is a child. Yeah. If they're not believable, if they're looking at the camera or something like that, and you know when they're just not really paying attention because they're yeah. a child, and what else are they going to do? It just totally throws me out because I'm just like, why? Why them? Why of all people? Why'd you get them? Get another better fucking child in there, Jesus. There's not yeah, many use of them. a robot. <laughs> CGI it, I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I really liked the first Batman. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm I really super looking it. forward to this. But the, the trailer itself, it seems as funny as the other one. Um, it's still going to be things getting bigger things getting smaller <laughs> and I mean the, the amount of just sort of like creative fun that you can have with that is like how can we use this as a weapon could something else be big like what can we make big that will be funny yeah you know and like with exactly the thing like with the Pez dispenser 
Yeah. It's when we just throw that and just make it big and all of a sudden it's humongous, it's in the way, it ruins everyone's day and it's also hilarious. But it's it's one of them things where that exact scene has been played out in not just Marvel films but every action film. But the fact that it's a Hello Kitty Pez dispenser just yeah. automatically reinvents that, that action scene. <laughs> well, it's like the Thomas the Tank Engine thing. Like, I was just, Yeah, I was just about to say on the first one. Yeah, like that was just brilliant because it just looks so ridiculous. Yeah, and you're just like, oh yeah, it's it's we should be taking this seriously. Well, that, that that was that was the 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 main drive though for for I think for the Ant-Man film is compa- compared to the other Marvel films, which are all it's Disney, it's the family films, but uh, especially like the likes of Winter Soldier, which are a lot darker than the the other Marvel films, not like horror movie dark but obviously terrorist themes and that kind of stuff mm. um, and then Ant-Man was a very more family friendly it's an it's action a bit more film. light-hearted yeah, it's a bit a, silly it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the kind of film you, you could take your kids to on a Saturday afternoon and watch it at the cinema or something yeah but, it, but I, I don't think it hindered it in any way no I mean the only way that it did it kind of suffers from the, the sort of the Marvel you know the, the bad guy is just the negative version of the good guy. Yeah. So he was still a guy who could shrink. He was, but he could fly and he had lasers. Yeah, yeah. And so, he looked, he looked evil. His suit was evil. The suit was, the suit looked awesome. But that's yeah. the thing, though. It's like Yellow Jacket's like a good guy hmm. in the comics, which is something I, I was just sort of like, hmm. okay, <laughs> fair it, enough. But it either was way, well made. How else could you have done that, though? Really, really. But, but the thing is, you could still have him going up against. You know, because like the stuff that they were showing, or that they like, uh, they teased from like when Hank Pym was that man. He was like, you know, yeah, f- flying around in Cuba or whatever, stopping ballistic missiles and stuff. Like, give me a film like that. It doesn't have to just be oh, well, because he can shrink. Everyone else, you know, that he has to be fighting can also shrink in order to, you know, keep it all small. Just like no, you can just have him just sort of deal with real world threats, but. Yeah. You know, use the the shrinking and the and the growing to his advantage, which is why like that whole you know when the wasp shows up in the first one, and it's him trying to, um, you know, disarm that that bomb as he was flying to America, and then she's just like, no, I'm not having this, and then just shrinks and then smashes through it, like that. To me, make a film about that. Imagine that as a climax to a film. You know, like you've got Hank Pym's, Hank Pym's wife as the wasp. You're sitting flying around and kicking ass, and then she just. Whoosh, Sacrifices itself right there and then. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Give me a film like that. I don't want to just have more shrinking bad guys. I, I've got a feeling um, it, it's going to be the. You've got the uh, obviously Infinity Wars coming up, and Black Panther seems to be very Winter Soldier esque. Like that seems that very time. very well received so yeah. far. Yeah, I mean it's, it's getting really man. Good I cannot wait reviews. to see that film. Um, but I think Ant-Man is going to be their go-to. This is purely a funny action film. Yeah, it's just a comedy more than yeah. anything. Yeah, I mean, in the same vein that Ragnarok was. Um, yeah. It was... Don't get me wrong, I really, really, really enjoyed Ragnarok. But I do feel that they they put a lot more comedy into it. Because that's what I think they need to Guardians did well. Sort of the- the, the Thor side of things that just needed to prop it up a bit more. Yeah, because it, it's the, you the kind of the lightheartedness, that. the quips. That's that's what people really seem to respond well to. Yeah. So, 
But that that was my biggest gripe with it though, because in all of both Thor films and all of the Avengers films, Thor wasn't quick and witty. Yeah, he was just sort of like, oh, I'm I'm a foreigner in these parts, and I don't really understand your customs and how how the world works. Oh, I've been hit by a car. Oh, how hilarious! Yeah, and now it now he's bloody Rocket Raccoon and Star Lord mixed into one. Mm, and it was don't get me wrong. Up. No, but he's, it, he's got it, more it of very... an actual personality to him. Yeah, yeah don't, it wasn't a bad thing. It was by far my favourite version of Thor that we've seen on the big screen, and mm. probably the small screen as well. To be fair, but considering the, the last one we got was the uh, Hulk versus uh, the Luferigno's Hulk versus Thor. <laughs> yeah, and he had the same stupid helmet and fur as well, I believe. That's what I really liked in Ragnarok when he when in the glass. Um, like the gladiator arena when he had his helmet and he had the little the wings. Oh, yeah, he's the... like, ah, oh, that's, so, that's cool. That's <laughs> cool. But uh, yeah, but I, I did really enjoy it. But it was Guardians of the Galaxy Thor edition. Basically, yeah. Which isn't a bad thing. It's just, I didn't. Uh, well, we did expect it, obviously, when we first saw the trailer. But... Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think, I think we're just going to have the same kind of theme throughout all of these sort of things. They're all going to be a bit. A little bit silly, a little bit rompy. Yeah, which is you're not going to have all of these, and then you're going to have a Punisher film that's horrific, and you know it it deals with psychological trauma and damage, and you know people getting torn in half by miniguns and stuff. Like you can't have that existing in the same universe as this because they are so far removed from each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Plus, the thing is though, some people don't like the fact that they kind of you know sort of like they're fairly formulaic. It depends. Like if the formula works, what's wrong with that? You still enjoy it. If yeah, if you go in, you you, you know what you're going to expect. You know, you know it's going to be along the same kind of lines, but everyone's going to be fine at the end of it, and we're all going to be they're going to beat the bad guy, and then it's just what's going to happen next, sort yeah. of thing. You know, that's that's more comforting to me to to say we've made 17 films, and you go, oh my god, well they can't all be good. Like if they all follow the same formula, which is good, then they're all should well, they all should be good as a consequence. Yeah, yeah. But like if you make every single one completely different to each other, it's not going to make sense tonally. No, no. Justice League. It, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a completely different spectrum. Yeah, but, no, but look at Suicide Squad and then look at Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel and Justice League all together. They don't seem like that they should all be connected in the same world. No. Like the no. way that they're shot and it's just everything about them just seems totally different. It, but again, that's down to, to fan and press reaction. Like, I think Justice League would have been a completely different film had Batman v Superman been received more favourably. Yeah, I don't think they. Well, would maybe have they made just it. led with that. They just said, "Well, fuck all the solo films off. We'll do it the other way around. We'll just go for the big ensemble first. Yeah, possibly, maybe, yeah. Get them all in there, yeah. and then we'll see which ones people really respond to, which who they like, and then those are the ones we'll make solo films about." Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, that would have been a smarter way. It would have been a weird way. But they, they've they've lost the ground. Like Marvel have had X amount of years head start making their yeah. universe. And DC have come in on the back end of things. Especially when they're, they're like Disney are finishing the next phase. And they're going to be going on to the next phase. Yeah. So it, and it's then it's it's not only the fact of okay, well, what do you do after Infinity War? They've timed it so well because after Infinity War's done, they go okay. 
Well, we've got X-Men and Fantastic Four back. Exactly. Should we do something with them instead? Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Of course it is. They'll, they'll, they'll have to do because they proved a point with Spider-Man and said, yeah. "Look, we did. We, we put Spider-Man in uh, Civil War. Everyone lost their minds." Um, I, I thought that Spider-Man in that film for like ten minutes was better than the last two films. Well, no, the last three films that Sony have made about Spider-Man. Yeah. And then um, obviously Homecoming. Yeah, and then Homecoming was amazing. Um, so if they just said, well, we'll just remake the Fantastic Four to prove a point that we could do it better than anybody else. Yeah. Because all they need to do is just have the Fantastic Four. If they just said, right, okay, we've we've got the go-ahead, guys. Someone runs in with a sheet of paper. And they go, we got it, we got, we got the Fantastic Four back. We've got six weeks. We can reshoot some of Infinity War and we can put the Fantastic Four in it. <laughs> yeah. And we can set them up for the next phase. And people are like, yeah, nice one, let's do it. They kind of did it with Spider-Man because at the end of Ultron, um, I know, um, was it Civil War? No, it was the end of Winter Soldier. No, no, it was the end of Ant-Man. When um, Falcon's talking to that reporter, it's just like, oh, you know, we've got a guy who can run or whatever. We've got a guy who can climb up walls. Yeah. You know, kind of just pointing at Spider-Man, obviously. And then they got Spider-Man for Homecoming. For... Civil War. Civil War. Yeah, maybe they've done something similar for Infinity War. Maybe there'll be an X-Men or a Fantastic Four teaser in Infinity War. I'm putting money on it. I'm calling it right now. 1st of February 2018. I'm calling it. There's going to be some mention or tease for the Fantastic Four in this film. I guarantee it. I'm going to cut that out. (laughs) I'm going to replace it with me saying... (laughs) Uh, It's possible, even if it is literally... Like, like it pans over, like say, like Pim's lab or something like that, and there's a like a document with like an adamantium skeleton or something fucking stupid. Yeah, or you know the skyline. There's a new building being built, and it's the Baxter Building. Yeah, yeah, something like that. You know, or you know they're talking about a space program that's gone awry, or a school for fucking gifted youngsters. Yeah, that would help. To be fair though, like because think about it, in like Civil War, they were basically a neutral party, weren't they? Yeah. So they were just like, just stay out of the way. Don't come here. Don't start fucking us up. And we'll all leave you alone. Because bear in mind, most of us could kill all of you. <laughs> and we're really not that reserved about whether we kill people or not. So bear that in mind. Yeah. Um, if they just said, well, actually, no, we have been here. We're just doing what we do best. We just sort of keep under the radar and we just sort of look out for ourselves. Yeah. Now that you've come to us, though, Hydra or whatever, we'll fuck you all day. Yeah. I think I think it'd be easier to write them in than it would the Fantastic Four because the Fantastic Four, the fantastical element kind of comes along with it. You know, giant rock monster, big stretchy dude, and a guy that can set himself on fire and fly around. Like an invisible woman, fair enough. Can't see her. I've been here for all of the films. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like you say, well, Hank Pym's just been there every time. Yeah, he's he's just been on someone's shoulder or something. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm That'd calling it. I'm saying they're. I'm saying they're going to have it in there at some point, or even if it's sort of like a Howard the Duck kind of thing at the end. At of, the end, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe not Infinity War because that's already finished shooting. But oh, part two maybe, hasn't. Well, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe part two then. Yeah, sure. In one of the Infinity films, <laughs> it's got to. I can't see why I'll, not. I'll give it a free pass though if it puts in either Daredevil or Punisher. Nah, no chance. I mean, they could. They technically could, because the movies are connected to the Netflix series. 
Absolutely, they are. So the timelines are a bit off, but they could they could do it though. Yeah, because mm. the defenders was defenders was set at the same time as Age of Ultron. So after Civil War and then Infinity War, because obviously Hulk wasn't there and Thor wasn't there for Civil War. They were off doing Ragnarok, basically. Yeah, but they was mentioned in Daredevil season one. Yeah, both, but that's that's, that's beforehand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, the timeline. Yeah. So that, yeah, that makes sense. But that means that if the Defenders or Daredevil say was in Infinity War, that means that it would be like Daredevil season five. It would be that Daredevil. So actually, how cool would that be if they if it was like Daredevil but in like a totally different suit and stuff? And yeah, then because it's in the future. Yeah, exactly. And then it went back in. He was in his old suit in the TV show. And then you see how he gets that suit and how he ends up there with the, yeah, with the fi- Avengers and stuff. It finishes with, like, that's his new suit. Yeah, or, like, Tony Stark turns up and just be like, we could do with your help, actually. And he's like, who but said, about it, who said that? I can't see. <laughs> 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 like, that's, what, that's all he did with Spider-Man. Like, he figured out who he was and went and recruited him. Yeah. Like, people know about Daredevil. Oh, yeah. And, you know, Luke Cage and stuff. And the Punisher, I guess, because he was all in the fucking news. That that's what I'd in like to see. In the city that Tony Stark lives in, for God's sake. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'd like to see. And Tony like turns up and he's like, um, "I've got you a new suit." And then like Daredevil's like, just like, "What's no, that smell?" <laughs> and no, no, he gives him his new suit, but it's like the same one pretty much. But he's got a C and I dog, and he's <laughs> he's just like got, he's just got yeah, he's just got like a dog on a lead. And <laughs> <laughs> it comes with one of those um, inflatable autopilots from airplane. Yeah, <laughs> so he can drive cars and stuff. And just sits on his lap. <laughs> well, that I want to see. <laughs> That'd be get on it, Marvel. Get on it. Come on. You can have that one for free. Yeah, not for free. They really give us some money. <laughs> um, right, let's call That'll it there. Do. That'll do. Um, where can they go and see all the other? Fantastic content, Dan. Well, primarily... <laughs> We're still up for sale if you're interested, Microsoft. Uh, I'll take a lukewarm sausage roll by this point. Um, primarily, go to www.podcastversusplayer.com or .co.uk. Uh, you can go to Twitter, which is at podcastvplayer. Uh, you can drop us an email to playervpodcast at gmail.com Check us out on Instagram, which is podcast versus player, and then that's it. Is that it? Did, is, oh, YouTube, YouTube? Uh, <laughs> www.youtube.com forward slash podcast vs player. Man, you did it nearly perfectly. It, it was apart from I forgot one. They were all the main one. Technically correct. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can do all that stuff, and uh, yeah, that's it. We're gonna go. Yeah. Bye. No, you need to pick a bonnet at first. Oh, yeah, man. My Jeez. voice completely went there. Yeah. We're still willing to go. Yeah, I'm again. <laughs> that was quite good. <laughs> um, also, we put a video up uh, yesterday. Um, no one cares. No one's got to this point. Christian. Are you kidding me? No, no, no. But um, I did an R2-D2 impression. And uh, even Zoe said it was it was quite good. And when I was listening to it, when I was editing the video, I was like, you know what? That's a pretty good R2-D2 impression. Do you reckon we'll get flagged? 
Yeah, Disney are going to be like, can't use that sound effects. Yeah, sound effects. Sorry, guys. And I'll be like, oh. Like, oh actually, they did that with my voice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, left. Left monitor. Um, okay. Oh, no. What is on Dan's monitor? What is on it today? Left. <laughs> um, okay. You probably won't get it, but it's a pretty good picture. Then you're going to have to give me a clue. Well, I'm not. I'm just going to tell you about it. Um, oh, okay. A picture of a, a woman standing in a high street, and she's got a big sign that says, Trust Christ and be saved. And it's, it says the Holy Bible. And then next to her, someone's dressed up as Deadpool, and he's got a sign that says, Kneel before Zod. <laughs> I think I've seen that before, actually. <laughs> Speaking of funny pictures, I've got one um, that friend of PvP, Chris, sent to me. Um, and it made me laugh. It's like a comic book. It says, One fateful day... A shark from below and a bolt of lightning from above struck Billy Musseltine at the same time, transforming him into a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, th- there's one on that that was on earlier, actually, which I think is one that you sent me, but it was, um, it was like panel pictures of Spider-Man. So it was like a radioactive spider and then it bites him and then like uh, it's th- like his DNA being changed and everything. And then the last panel's him in bed with cancer. <laughs> I don't think I sent you that one. <laughs> but that proper made me laugh. There was one... I totally forgot about that until it showed up on my screen. I was like, where the fuck did that come from? There's this uh, symbiote one when he's in the he's in his like red and blue suit and you can see the symbiote forming round him. It's like, what's happening? What's going on? And then it's gradually getting out, like bigger and over him. And then the last one, he's like, completely in a black suit. He's like, I think I've been raped. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'd much prefer that if it like totally took over him, and then as he stood back up, it was Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, what what's on the right monitor? <laughs> oh, no, no, the right one you won't get. The left one you definitely will do. Though this is something you've drawn for me, not for me personally, but you've drawn. So for PvP. Mm, or... Ish. It's from 2013. I'll tell you that much. Oh. Um... PvP-ish? Uh, well, no, it's it's nothing to do with PvP. Oh. I think it's just a picture you've drawn. But it has something to do with one of the topics that we've talked, even within the last 10-15 minutes. Batman? Spider-Man? No, not that soon, no. Oh. Can I have another clue? Um, it's a black and white drawing, but there is one colour that's in there in an element form. So, is it blood? Is the element blood? Well, blood's not an element, but there you <laughs> no, go. But I don't know what you mean by element. Oh, like, I mean, like, it's... Like fire or something? It, it, no, not even a physical element. It's oh. just like there's only one thing in it that's got colour. Oh, right. Um, Wolverine? And the colour is, because that might give it away, um, it's sort of a pinky purple. Is it... Oh, oh, um, oh, is it, uh, um, gee whiz, <laughs> oh, gee whiz, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wasn't even that funny, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm guessing it's like a, uh, like an 80s type thing, nope, no, no, nope, nah, I don't know. It's Gambit. Oh yeah, and he's on the on on the side holding a card, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. The one. And it's 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 just black and white, and then the card has got the uh, like the pink yeah, 
flares on it. Smoke around it. Man, yeah. why didn't I get that, Dan? It's a good picture, then. Thanks. I'm pretty sure that's like pretty old. You did say 2013, so yeah, it's like four, yeah, it's five years like old. Five years old now. Um, anyway, that is what I was on Dan's monitor. Uh, if you were playing along at home, and uh, you guessed Gambit correctly, <laughs> then we'll send you a prize. You you get a voucher for Greg's Valentine's dinner for one. I mean, if there's anything less pathetic than going to Greg's for a, a sincere Valentine's meal, it's going on your own. Imagine I, being stood up. I want... Like, you go on a first date and you go, oh, you know, I, I really like Greg's. I know that she likes Greg's. It'll be a little inside joke. And then she's just like, you've got us a date at Greg's. You're taking the piss. Yeah. She doesn't show up and you get stood up at Greg's on Valentine's Day. Can you imagine what that? I, what I want to do, Dan, is I want to film you going for this Valentine's meal on your own just to see how they treat you. <laughs> it's just like, are you, um, is it a table for two? No, one. I just, I just, I'm just I, here on, <laughs> here on my own. I, I come here every day. <laughs> why, can't I, yeah. why can't I come here on my own now? <laughs> now you're offering me a chair. <laughs> yeah. And, and some, alcohol. And some what, wine. What possibly go wrong? <laughs> this is my dream come true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we're going to do, Dan. Fine, we'll do it, we'll record it, we'll put it on the channel. Yeah. <laughs> Bye! <laughs>